Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, October 20, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. What's up, everyone? Happy New Week. Happy almost November. Son of a gun, bro. October 20. Jesus. Anyway, how you guys doing? A shameless plug. Holla Holla Show Mix number 91 is out. What did we talk about? Well, we talked a little bit about Reina Nasino. If you've heard all the, you know, you've seen it on Twitter and shit, right? We talked about the Billboard Music Awards. We talked about uh, the protests or the rallies or whatever in Thailand. And also Kim Kardashian and how much money that big booty bitch makes on Instagram. She's so rich. I actually like Kim Kardashian though. I like, I like, it goes for me, it goes shit who's the who's the one with the kid who had a kid like early in the kardashian seasons it's chloe or courtney i'm pretty sure it's courtney yeah it goes courtney kim chloe for me like if i'm gonna just rank them who who i like the best i don't really rank the jenners because i get them confused kendall and kylie are like the same person i mean i know you're gonna be like no blah kendall has the makeup line or i don't know who i think it's kylie kylie has the makeup line and kendall was in a pepsi commercial i don't know anyway uh yeah that's what we talked about on mix number 91 uh i really don't know what i'm gonna talk about today guys I, i i was i forgot to look up stuff to talk about so i'm just gonna go on reddit right now and uh see what i see but i just i i've been enjoying my non-stick pen i talked about it last in my last podcast it is fantabulous like there's no i mean you can literally cook anything on there almost you don't even have to put butter i mean you probably should or butter or oil just a little bit but even if you don't it's like it's so easy to to, to clean it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm also enjoying my smart lights. Oh, by the way, I have a link in this podcast description. If you want to download the Shop Back app, uh, please do so. Help us out. Help out the show. Help out the podcast industry because uh, there are they've been sponsoring our podcast on Podcast Network Asia. So yeah, I've been cooking, and I realized I think I've been overeating because I don't mind when it comes to cooking food. You know how when you buy shit outside, like in a convenience store. Uh, you can like look up the nutritional information, but when you when you cook it, you kind of have to figure out the portion. So I've kind I've learned now, you know how many you know, like half a pan, half of my nonstick pan of ground beef is uh f- like 530 calories, and then like one chicken breast, uh, like the size of my hand or my palm, is like a hun- it's like 200 calories. So I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to fix that in terms of portion control because dude i get so hungry at night and monday through wednesday i work from 9 or like 8 p.m to midnight and i eat before i go to work but after work i'm hungry it's weird because you know i'm outside of the house i I can't like normally i would sleep it off but lately it's just it's been rough so yeah that's what i've been learning come on reddit reddit load for me dude help me make freaking content for my podcast bro 
Um, let's just talk about something that I, I recall vaguely. Did you guys see the trailer for Monster Hunter? Uh, so if you ne- if you ever played Monster Hunter, it was a very popular game. I think it still is a popular. It's still popular among cer- certain circles, but it was it was big on the PlayStation. And then, you know, it was really fun on PSP. Even though it didn't get great reviews, it was so fun because you could connect with your friends, uh, you know, mobily. When PSP, you know, something about PSP. By the way, just talking about PSP, that w- that shit was before its time, huh? Like sayang, because PSP was really cool. Like they had some great games on there. The the graphics for the time were were I I would say incredible. I really liked the GTA game on there. Yeah, I I recall. I fondly recall in in high school, uh, we would during lunch break we would connect our PSPs uh, via something called ad hoc a d h o c, which I think is not it's, they don't use that shit anymore. It's kind of like Bluetooth, and we would play GTA all together. It was such a great game, and. I think it came before its time because it was before like the Nintendo D. Wait, was it before Nintendo DS? No, but you know the the mobile consoles now, the Switch and whatnot are are obviously far beyond in terms of technology. But the PSP, for its time, like whatever year it came out, two thousand what four or five was incredible. I I loved that. I actually had a homebrew on there, so homebrew like you could play old Super Nintendo games. You know, I feel like it would be worth it just to get it for that. If you find an old PSP or if you have an old PSP and you still have the charging cables and stuff for it, you could make it a viable entertainment device by putting um, homebrew on there. Like Super Nintendo, you could play some old PlayStation 1 games on there, some old Nintendo games. It's, it's, really, it's really great. All right, Reddit's loading, man. Here we go. Oh, no. Jeff Bridges diagnosed with lymphoma. What the hell is lymphoma? All right, we're here to learn something new. Uh, Jeff Bridges. I just watched a movie with him recently. What was it? Oh, how how to lose friends and alienate people, starring Simon Pegg. He was a secondary character in that. It was an okay movie. It also has a very sexy Megan Fox. Actually, what movie is Megan Fox not sexy in? Transformers. Oh my god, Transformers. Megan Fox. Lean over the car one more time. Okay, let's see lymphoma. Let's see what lymphoma is, because I don't know what that is. I'm sure most of you do, but... Uh, lymphoma is cancer. Oh, fuck, it's cancer. Fuck cancer, man. Lymphoma is cancer that begins in infection-fighting cells of the immune system called lymphocytes. These cells are in the lymph nodes. Lymph nodes, That is that in your throat? I don't know where that is. Spleen, thymus, bone marrow, and other parts of the body. When you have lymphoma, lymphocytes change and grow out of control okay so lymphoma affects uh okay so it infects the lymphocytes the lymphocytes are the things in your body that fight infection okay so it kind of makes you uh it takes away your resistance to infection because it, it attacks those cells oh okay i get it what are lymph nodes though let me do you guys know lymph nodes i've heard the term and i think it's in your throat but Lymph nodes are small glands that filter lymph. Oh, the clear fluid that circulates through the lymphatic system. Where are your, where are your lymph? Okay, Google Google knows your lymph. Your lymphatic system is a network of organs, vessels, and lymph nodes located. Oh, so it's not just one spot, but many lymph nodes are located in your head and neck region. There we go. But uh, there are lymph nodes that frequently swell. Are in. Uh, Areas like your armpit and your groin area too. Damn. Well, damn. Good. I mean, best best wishes to 
Jeff Bridges. Hopefully he can recover. I mean, he's got all the money in the world, right? So the best Medicare, hopefully he can, he can, uh, you know, prolong that his life. I don't know. How old is Jeff Bridges? You guys, you know what movie I don't really like that everyone seems to like? The, the big Lebowski. I try to watch it. Like I watched it. That movie sucks, man. <laughs> it's, just, it's got a lot of quotable quotes and, you know, it's, it's famous for the memes, you know, the John Goodman meme, like, with him cocking his uh his Glock his 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 pistol, I did not enjoy the Big Lebowski. It was so it was like too campy, if that makes sense. Jeff Bridges is seventy years old. Oh, it's pretty. He's getting up there, man. He is getting, but he looks young, huh? He looks like he's in his late fifties. Alrighty, what else do we have on Reddit? Is there anything else that I watch? Oh, I'm watching a show right now on Netflix. Uh. It's got two seasons. I looked it up because, you know, I don't like, I have this thing with closure where I don't like to watch shows that don't have a finale. But I took a chance on this because it, 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 second season was in 2018, but they haven't canceled it, but they haven't stated that they're going to make a third season yet either. It's called Sick Note, S-I-C-K-N-O-T-E. It stars Rupert Grint. You might know him as Ron Weasley. Ron, 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 Ron Weasley. You ever watch that? Snape. Snape, Severus, Snape, Dumbledore. Okay, so Ron Weasley, uh, Rupert Grint, and it stars also Nick Frost. Nick Frost is the big guy who's always with Simon Pegg in those movies. So you ever watch Shaun of the Dead? He's the big guy. Uh, the World's End, which probably is my favorite out of the three. You know how, you know, there's like a, it's like a quote unquote trilogy. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. I did not really like Hot Fuzz. But I like World's End and I like Shaun of the Dead. And World's End is, is so funny to me. Such a hilarious movie. I find it so funny. Like Simon Pegg is, is so good in that. But Nick Frost is the big guy in that movie who's kind of, he's, he, he's like a domesticated guy. Like he used to be a, a party boy and then he became a domesticated, uh, house husband, blah, 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 blah. Good shit. So yeah, Nick Frost is in it. In the second season, I was surprised because I didn't look anything up about it besides the, the like if it's still going or not is Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's in the second season, and I'm on season two. I'm almost done with it. She's okay. She's not a big part of it, but I was just surprised. I was like, oh shit, is that Lindsay Lohan? Man, Lindsay Lohan, what happened to her? Right, let's go look it up. I know she did. She got into some drugs, and then she had that. She came. She kind of made a comeback ish with like some terrible horror movies, and then she had this Greek nightclub tv show which i i think i don't know if she starred in it but it was it was like a reality show about her nightclub in greece let me google that for you guys Hill, uh, no not hillary <laughs> Lindsay lohan beach club okay Lindsay lohan's beach club was a reality show for one season uh in mykonos greece a prominent American actress and businesswoman, Lindsay Lohan, manages her beach club in Mykonos, Greece, and shares her future career plans. It was aired on MTV. 12 episodes. I didn't see it. Oh, I guess it does star her. I guess it is all about her. Hmm. Wow. I mean, how, how much money is Lindsay Lohan worth? Because, you know, I always wonder about that. You know, there are stars who are, they have like a, a flame like a, a flame for three four five years and then you never hear from them where they fall off the face of the earth or they get into some into some trouble let's but she must be so rich already just from like the mean girl you know from disney channel to to parent trap 
to was she on Disney Channel? I don't remember. But she's on Parent Trap, uh, and then she did Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan, Networth. And you, of course, take this with a grain of salt because it's got to be more. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, American actress, singer, songwriter, businesswoman, and producer who has a net worth of $1 million. During her film career, she earned around $28 million from movie salaries. I doubt she's only net worth of $1 million right now. No way. Zero chance. It's got to be more than Unless she spent it all. Uh, no way. No way. It's got to be way more than a million. Does she have Instagram? She has 8 million followers, followers on Instagram. No way she only has... One million dollars. She could literally charge two to five hundred thousand dollars per post. She only has forty-four posts, though. But still, I mean, if she wanted to make some money, she's gonna make some money. Damn. My favorite Lindsay Lohan, um, where I found her like so, 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 so attractive. She was in the. Uh, she was a guest on Saturday Night Live, and they were doing Harry Potter. Oh, just just YouTube that. It is glorious. I love you, Lindsay Lohan. But I'm always a Hillary Duff fan over Lindsay Lohan. If you're going to ask me, choose between the two. Not that you ask me. You're just stirring up controversy, Jay-Z. You just want us to fight, huh? All right. Well, how did we get onto the topic of Lindsay Lohan, man? I don't even... Oh, because of, of Sick Note. Yeah, Sick Note, it's on Netflix, the first two seasons. It's actually a Netflix show. So if they haven't canceled it... Netflix might renew it. I mean, it's got star power-ish. It's, I don't know how, I mean, it, it's not that well-reviewed, but it, I find it really good. So the story, oh yeah, that's right. What's it about, JC? Why are you telling us to watch it? You don't even tell us. So um, I'll try to keep it spoiler-free. It's about Rupert Grint, uh, who gets diagnosed with cancer, but then they find out he was misdiagnosed with cancer, but then there's all these events that lead him to having to pretend that he has cancer and then and then it just the shit just hits the fan like all the crazy it, it's so unbelievable all the all the problems that he faces in the in the show but just the every episode le- leaves you on a cliffhanger so you're like fuck i want to find out what happened it, it it really is really good how they leave you like how they make you want to watch the next episode so even if you if you're not super feeling it after the first episode you're gonna be like all right i'll watch the next one and then the next one it's not the best show I'll give you that. I'll, I'll tell you right now. It's not the best show, but it is entertaining. If you like British humor, British humor, there's something about like British television show because it's mostly British actors and it's set in, in the UK. It's, it's different. It's like dark humor. Like their dark humor is, is, is a different animal, but I like it. I like it. Mm, okay. Let's go. Let's scroll on Reddit, man. Reddit on Reddit. What should we call it, the this little Reddit portion? I, I'm thinking of doing something consistent. You know, I did something a way back on this podcast, like the Ask Reddit. Maybe if it pops up on the on my homepage. But let's just scroll through what's going on. Elon Musk, SpaceX. So, you know what? I also got to write these down because I always forget what I talk about on this freaking uh, podcast. So I can put it in the the notes. Lymphoma, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, sick note. Uh, all right, let's talk about Elon Musk. Elon Musk, SpaceX, 60 more Starlink internet satellites launch ahead of public beta. All right, what's the big deal here? Why is it front page news, tech news today? Why is this a big deal? So they, Elon Musk, who is like the modern day, who's like the real life Iron Man, he literally 
can do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, let's read about it. I'm kind of curious. I'm curious about space travel. Like, I, n- I would never go into space. Like, if he, I, I feel like if an asteroid was coming to Earth and they were like, do you want to take a spaceship into Mars? I would probably be like, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm just going to perish on my home planet where the good Lord sent me, you know? <laughs> uh, SpaceX's Starlink constellation nears 800 satellite target for providing moderate internet coverage for North America. Oh, okay. So there's Starlink internet. What is Starlink internet? That is something that I've never heard before. All right, let's, let's see. What is Starlink internet? Okay, let's let's Google it. Starlink is a satellite inst- internet constellation being constructed by SpaceX. Okay, SpaceX, I know that. Providing satellite internet access. The constellation will consist of thousands of mass-produced small satellites in low Earth orbit, LEO, working in combination with ground transceivers. So Elon Musk is giving the Earth internet by launching shit into space. That is fucking nuts, dude. That's crazy, man. Okay, so that's why it made news. So there, the one that just launched yesterday was the 14th, 14th batch of Starlink internet satellites. Well, the more you know. I guess we'll hear more about them in the future. I'm, I've lost interest in this because I feel like it's too technical for me to understand. But now I know if you look in the sky, you'll probably see some some of Elon Musk's uh, creations up there. Okay. Um, oh, here's a good one. Here is a good one. Let me write this down. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Dude, okay, so I just read a headline here on Reddit from the subreddit Tech News. Google faces a $5 billion lawsuit for allegedly tracking users, even in incognito mode. Putang ina. That's bastos. Hindi ka na pwede mag Pornhub. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tech giant Google. This is from Maz, M-A-Z-E-C-H. I don't know how reliable this site is. Tech giant Google has been slapped with a $5 billion proposed, proposed, okay, class action based on accusation of illegally invading the privacy of millions of users by tracking their internet use even when they browse in incognito mode. For sure Google is tracking your incognito mode. I know they say they don't. Dude, come on. How many movies have you watched? Have you not seen any of the document? Go watch. I, I recommend it on this podcast. Go watch um, The Social Dilemma on Netflix documentary. Of course they're tracking you, man. You know, Google Chrome is only there so that your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend doesn't know what the hell you're searching on your browser. Google knows everything, man. Everything you put into your – you type into the browser, it's going to go to them. I, I, there's, they're, of course, they're, they're tracking you, man. Google, I, you know, incognito mode, uh, believe in, you know, you, you can believe how safe it is. It's not. It's definitely not, man. Okay, here we go. What, what else does this say? Google tracks and collects consumer browsing history and other web activity data, no matter what safeguard consumers undertake to protect their data privacy, according to the proposed class action suit. Well, yeah, man. They, they literally own the internet, Google. Google owns everything on there, man. Uh, Google cannot continue to engage in the covert and unauthorized data collection from virtually every American with a computer or, or phone. But Google said it will defend itself against the claims. Ooh, 
I smell. I smell some some conflict here. A spokesperson for the search giant Jose Castaneda said in a statement shared with the rap that Google strongly disputes these claims and will vigorously defend against them. Okay, I'm not going to read more into this, but basically that's what's happening. People are 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 going to sue Google because they think that incognito mode tracks you and Google says, "Uh-uh, sister, we ain't doing that." Uh, who do you believe, guys? <coughs> I'm on the side of the people. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure Google checks everything that you do. Have you ever just Googled, like, even on Incognito, where you just search something, and then, like, maybe, like, 10 minutes later, you're just scrolling, and an ad for that shit pops up? Dude, they're listening. They see everything we do. So, that's that's going on in the internet right now. Okay, let's go more. Reddit, man, thank you, Reddit, for giving me content. I'm just scrolling through the front page. If you don't have Reddit, it's fantastic. Just go on there, reddit.com. Make an account. It's free. You don't even have to have an email at me, thanks. Uh, all right. Apple's first day pre-orders for iPhone 12 surpassed the iPhone 11. Top analyst says, okay, I'm not going to read more into that. That seems like a given. When something new drops, more people are going to buy it. I cannot believe, though. Oh, I went off about it last podcast, but I cannot believe they are shipping the iPhone 12 without chargers. What? I'm not going to... I could go on for a whole hour about that. Um, but else is on Reddit. It's all political shit that I don't really care about. But that doesn't mean I'm a political. Why is it all politics, bro? What? What? Did I go on the? What am I doing? Why? Oh, okay, I'm gonna go. Home. Oh, that's why I was on the news section of of Reddit. Hmm. Okay. What else is on here? I need to subscribe to more subreddits that are, are good podcast content. Uh, oh, here we go. I subscribed to Harry Potter subreddit. Tom Felton, who plays uh, Draco Malfoy, is planning a Harry Potter reunion for the 19th anniversary, which is on the 14th of November of the first movie. Wow. Oh, I have a story to tell you guys. So um, I, I distinctly remember this. So I I grew up in Japan. Pero nasa, ano, nasa international school ako. I went to a school called BST. British school in Tokyo. Yeah, British school. Uh, and I remember that our, there was a select group of kids that got, like, they were selected to join the, the, the world premiere or basta, hindi ko alam kung world premiere or Japan premiere of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone. Um, in, in Tokyo. And I said, I said, shit, I want to watch that. So there is our, our, our drama teacher. We had a drama teacher. His name was Alex Reth. I don't know why I know that. Why do we remember that? Mr. Reth, 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 W-R-E-A-T-H, something like that. And he put up a contest where you have to call some phone number, which is, which was linked to him and then give a password. And I remember I called and I won two tickets. And I, my mom will confirm this with you if you ever meet her in person. I took my mom. And it it was like a crazy experience, man. It was a crazy experience. I, we All the kids w- who were selected wore Harry Potter robes and shit. I guess because it was a British school. So maybe there was some sort of partnership there. I, I don't remember those details. But I remember I won the ticket. So did my friend. His name was Miles Terry. Why do I remember this? Miles Terry. And we were there was no water in the like we had to share a soda 
because there was no like I, we were so thirsty. I don't even remember why that memory sticks in my mind. But I brought my mom, and because of that movie, I'm telling you, ask my mom this. Because of that movie, my mom started reading the books, and so did I. Like it was my mom's foray into the world of Harry Potter, and my mom, my mom loves Harry Potter. BT Dubs. She actually read all the books. She's a fan. She is a fan. But I'd like to take credit for me getting making her a Potterhead. And not that I was a Potterhead before I watched the movie. But I remember that. That was in 2001. So, wow. 19 years ago, that event. And I still remember those details, bro. I remember. Well, you know how they say that your memory is not really as clear. And I'm probably, I'm probably very, very wrong. But I know for a fact I brought my mom. I know that. She will confirm that with you. Ask her. Say, Tita Lita. Tita Lita. Did you, did you, did JC take you to the world premiere of Harry Potter? And she'll say, yeah, bitch. Okay. Well, um, so they're planning a reunion. Tom Felton. Um, Tom says, uh, from, quote from the article, I saw the Weasley twins the other day. We went out to play some golf, uh, always chatting with a lot of the other guys on WhatsApp. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, just knowing that there's a group, there's a WhatsApp group chat of all the Harry Potter dudes and, and chicks. Crazy. Uh, it's been nice because it's the 19th anniversary on November 14th, so I'm planning some sort of digital celebration. So next year will be 20. Uh, I'm trying to wrangle all the oldies back together again to celebrate the achievement, really. That's nice. Tom Felton, huh? Such a hottie. I remember when I was young, this was my first, um, how do you call it? My first experience at seeing girls go, go goo goo over an asshole on screen. <laughs> you know how you're like, I, I, and I think that's what it is. You know, when 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 you know that 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 uh, that phrase that you know, uh, why are people why are the why do the bad guys always get the girls? I it's it's because of fuckers like Draco Malfoy, pretty boys like Draco Malfoy. I remember I was like, you guys like Draco Malfoy? The girls in my class they loved him. I remember they loved him. They're always saying. Uh, oh my god, Draco is so hot, uh, or Tom is so hot, Tom Felton. I even remember when we, cause this was the time when we were still using MSN Messenger. Uh, I also used Yahoo Messenger for a little bit, but I was more of the MSN cause I had a Hotmail account. And I remember one girl changed her young little square Nadipi display photo to Tom Felton. It was, I was like, damn, you guys like this f- asshole? That was my first experience, really, that I recall of, of, of girls going nuts over a villain. Well, villain is really loose if you've read the books, but, you know, the, 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 the anti-hero in this case. Okay. Is there anything else about this that I want to read? Um, but, um, well, I don't really want to read into the article, but now just know that on November 14, Tom Felton is planning a reunion for the 19th anniversary of the first film. Have we, did you guys want to talk about Harry Potter? Uh, let me know if you want me to talk about Harry Potter in the next, um, in the next podcast. Just, just message me on the Instagram podcast. You know, I know, I know some of you listen. I look at my stats for this podcast. At least a hundred of you listen to me every week to the most recent one. But then there's like 400, 500 of you listen to me throughout the week. But if you listen to me, please let me know and tell me, like, you know, respond to me. I know it's kind of hard to respond when you're, when you're, it's not a face-to-face conversation, but just let me know. Okay. What else is on here? I need to subscribe to more, um, 
to more pages. Okay, let's see what's popular on Reddit. Now the internet is not working, but I already have a podcast. What is this? I'm what, 27 minutes in? Content, baby. Content. I really, oh, as, while we're, while internet's loading, since I need some filler, the Alahala show, uh, Lecheka, Lecheka is coming out tomorrow. There, there's one great question in there that we answered at the end asking us about, can you give us tips on how to be a more natural or, or spontaneous conversationalist? So we talked about that on the, on the Lecheka of Alahala show. So please check that out. I don't want to talk about it here on the podcast because I want you to give us some listens on THHS. But it's fun. I mean, I really shared my insights on why I think that I feel I'm a, a good spontaneous talker, why I think I excel at, at at hosting and radio, and why I think that I'm good at it, and my tips and what what you know what I've learned from – I think I mentioned a book in there that I read that also helped me out. And my life experiences, blah, 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 blah. Okie dokie. Do I want to talk about Donald Trump and Joe Biden? No. I'm going to talk about it in November because that's the election. Oh, 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 oh. I have something. Speaking because it reminds me of America. My passport expired uh, this week. My U.S. passport. So if any of you happen to have a U.S. passport and are living in the Philippines... Uh, I will tell you about my experience renewing it soon because I set up an appointment for next week. But here is what I had to do. I'll probably reiterate this next week when I actually go through the experience. But you have to fill out the DS something form. You just go go, go to the U.S. government. Just Google U.S. passport renewal in the Philippines. So we you have to go. There's two options. I'm I'm gonna choose the one where I go to the embassy mismo, and I have to put a um. You fill out the form. You get a two by two photo. You have to set an appointment at the at the consulate, um, U.S. or consulate embassy. I don't know. And then you pay a fee of one hundred and ten dollars plus. I think there's like a processing fee of thirty something five bucks. So among a six thousand pesos total, seven thousand tops. And then they're gonna mail it to you. And so I'll tell you about that next week. But I'm gonna renew it. And it, I cannot believe it's been ten years since I renewed my passport. I just uh, you know. I feel like why cannot why can't passports just go forever? <laughs> I know I know you're gonna be like yeah, but you're gonna look different when you're old. But how big is a difference from twenty to thirty? Really, really. Unless you did a lot of hard drugs and and or puberty hit you like a brick right after you took your photo at twenty. It's just weird. Like they should just make it twenty years, like twenty to forty. You could still tell, right? Hey, that was me twenty years ago. Okay, maybe not. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being an asshole because I do. I, I just, it's such a pain to ask to renew, man. I know there's a mail option to do it, but I do not. Honestly, I do not trust the the mail system here. I just feel like shit is gonna get lost. I feel like tracking numbers do not really work as tracking numbers. So there's that. Oh, I have a package downstairs that I forgot to claim. Holy shit. I forgot it yesterday. I think I got some soap. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I remember I have a story about the, my passport. Do you guys want to hear it? Of course you're going to listen. You're already here. So I got my, my, my passport renewed in 2010 in San Diego and I brought my ex-girlfriend. I, I don't know if she remembers this. Sometimes she listens to this podcast. So hello, Pebs, if you're listening. 
we went together to the it was like at a post office to do it it was so f- weird it was so fast i didn't know that you could just do it at the post office i don't remember many details i just remember that she came with me and we took a photo or like we went to the photo booth and took the photo and then we sent it in well that's just my story <laughs> you thought it was gonna be interesting i know it was it was a very basic bitch story mm, anything else that i want to talk about man um ba 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 See, I'm just typing in what I got to put in for my caption. Yeah, download the Shopback app. I'm going to put the link right there. Um, I don't know if I should put the Hala Hala Show link because, you know, I have to, you know, we, we're expected certain numbers for our podcast. I think Hala Hala has enough, but my podcast does not because, you know, there's not that many of you listening. But I'm, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll just put whatever, man. I'll just put whatever down there. Okay, just download, download the app. Just download it. And it's great because you can really, you literally, I'm not just saying this because it's a sponsor. It gives you cash back when you shop at like almost all the online retails that you probably shop at online anyway. It just, it's just money back for you. Cash back. Shop back. <laughs> um, shout out. Let me shout out some people, uh, who have messaged me or, or who recently followed me on Tevez of the Best. Lorenzo Marquez, who I think is a Leche fan as well. Shout out to you, brother. To Shane New, Kath GGG. Hi, Kath. I know your name. Neon Sushi started following me a week ago. Um, who else? Stories Page Podcast. Oh, that was two weeks ago. So, yeah. Send me a message. Oh, Jay. Jay uh, on IG said, you were asking about whether your listeners like your basketball talks. I would if I liked basketball. <laughs> Not that I don't like hearing you talk. I do. But basketball doesn't interest me at all outside the psychological level. <laughs> but I'd still listen to you speak about it. Thank you so much. By the way, I agree that the movie Salt is so underrated. And I honestly don't remember talking about Salt. But Salt, if we're talking about the same movie, is the one with Angelina Jolie. And I think Chiwetel Ejiofor. That movie is so fun. It's such a fun movie. It's like a you know femme fatale, female assassin movies. It, it's up there. It's it's for me. It's, it was just as enjoyable as Atomic Blonde, which I thought was a fun movie. I tried to watch the one that was on Red on Netflix. Do you know what I'm talking about? There was like a Anna or something. That movie sucks, bro. <laughs> that movie was not that good. But I liked Salt. I like Atomic Blonde. Like great movies. Uh, I I also personally enjoyed Colombiana with with Zoe Saldana. What other and I was looking, I was so looking forward to Black Widow, which because of COVID has been postponed. Let's see. Femme Fatale, or wait, Femme Fatale movies? Is that the movies? Is that is that what I should Google? All right. Femme Fatale movies. Let's see what they have to say. Oh, I have something else to talk about. Ah, uh, shit. I'll just talk, I'll save that for next podcast so I have some content. But let's see. Let's see what Google shows me. Femme Fatale movies. I think Femme Fatale might be the wrong term kill bill okay I, okay so kill bill good move okay i'm just gonna type in movies like atomic blonde here we go yeah so anna uh red sparrow with jennifer lawrence i have not seen so i cannot comment on that oh i like uh i like the the um, lisbeth uh, the girl with the spider web or whatever what do you, I don't know the girl in the dragon tattoo. The girl with the dragon tattoo. I like the. I've watched both. I've watched both. I watched the Swedish one, and I've watched the Daniel Craig one. I really enjoyed the Daniel Craig one. I, I was really bummed that it didn't like do well enough 
for it to warrant a sequel because I feel like that was such a well done movie because it was dark. It was like really dark actually. I really enjoyed it. But I watched the trilogy, the Swedish one, and it was it was good. It was good. But I just like I like you know I, I wanted to see the Daniel Craig one play out. Mm, what else is there? I'm looking. I'm scrolling through this uh, old guard with with uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, if you're gonna count, I guess Mad Max counts because like Furiosa is. Come on, man! Furiosa is the main character in Fury Road. That movie's fantabulous. Have you ever seen Mad Max? If if there's like a you know there's a few movies that I would probably pay for to watch it again in theaters it would be mad max fury road that movie is so incredibly well done i just cannot praise that movie enough that movie is so badass so badass mm. I'm trying to see what else is on here uh charlie's angel oh my god that movie the new one was freaking whack but but what's her name was super hot in it See, see, uh, Twilight, uh, uh, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Stewart was such a babe in that movie. Um, I'm trying to see what else. I don't, I don't see any more. Do you, do you if you, if I miss one, or if you could recommend a like a, you know, a lead female badass chick who kills everybody movie, please let me know. <laughs> I probably should watch Red Sparrow. What was the rotten? You know, I don't put too much stock in Rotten Tomato scores because I usually like a lot of the movies that are in the low fifties, <laughs> and I usually end up I usually end up hating all the movies that are in like the nineties because they're so you know if a movie gets ninety plus on Rotten Tomatoes, it means that there there's a lot of elements that the critics you know critics I don't really jive with the critics because they look at everything that I probably don't look at you know they look at the the sound mixing and the shot, the shot framing and shit like that. And I, you know, I, I appreciate, but I'm a passive viewer. I am not, cause I remember one time I interviewed, uh, Richard Bolisai, who is a, if you, I mean, he's kind of Twitter, Twitter-ish famous. He's figured in the book. He's a, he's a movie. He's a movie. I wouldn't, is it a critic? But he writes about movies. He's also a professor, I think at UP about film. He's like a film guy, right? And he told me, like, when we were interviewing, like, he watches a movie, like, multiple times. The first time just as a viewer, just to take it in. And the second time to kind of break down the elements. I don't do that shit. I rarely rewatch movies. I think I've told you guys this. Like, I get bored rewatching. Because I'm like, dude, I already saw this. Why do I want to watch this again? Um, so, yeah, I don't look at, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm the basic bitch guy. So when I watch a movie, I just take it at face value for the most part. I mean, I'll appreciate it what I when I see, but then I don't look into the, the 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 finer points. And if usually if a Rotten Tomatoes movie has ninety plus, it's because there are so many elements that I miss that the critics really get a hard on for. Like they love that shit. Have you ever read a review of like a ninety percent plus movie on Rotten Tomatoes? You just you will be like, I cannot believe that you are writing about this. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm, let me let me see if I can find an example. Is this podcast running long? Fuck it. I'm just going to fuck it, right? You're already here, right? You're already here. Um, highest rated movies. Okay, okay. So I watched this movie. Okay, now, I'll, I'll, uh, Shoplifters. I watched this movie called Shoplifters, which is one of the highest rated. It's a Japanese film. It was so boring, dude. So boring. But let's go to the Rotten Tomatoes. Let's just read a review, okay? From <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, here we go. 
This one from Tom Long of Detroit News, who is a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes. Filled with misguided good intentions, unexpected warmth, and some nifty thievery moves, Shoplifters is about all a movie is all a, is above all a movie about family, the arcing, the aching nature, the aching natural need for one, and the parameters of the term. Okay, the film takes place in a poor, okay, basic base. I'm trying to find something that that is just when I read it, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, this is telling about the story. Here we go. Writer director Hirokazu Koreeda fills the film with grace notes, humor, and fine observations, circling and filling out each character while leaning more on innocence than corruption. But this is life in an inevitable bubble. Yuri's been reported as missing. Shota doesn't go to school. Blah 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 blah. On an outing, it's just hold on. What, where's the part where you tell me why you like it? Besides it being, that's it. That was not okay. That was not what I expected it to be, guys. It was just. It's basically a summary of the movie. Where is the people who talk about like the the beautiful scenic shots shot in in twenty inch film or some shit like that? You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, you guys can you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna waste your time anymore. I mean, what the hell does that even mean, right? What the hell? Where's that thing that I just read? Where's that? Something about grace something. Grace notes. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm just a hater, guys. I'm like the biggest fucking hater. Mm, that's it. That's it, boys and girls. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. Please let me know. You know, it really does motivate me when you guys tell me that you listen to the podcast. Like Jay's message really resonated with me because... I think he's listening to an older podcast because I don't even remember talking about salt. But here I am talking about it again because you talk to me about me. Talk to me, talk to me about it. So yeah, don't forget Hala Hala Show Mix ninety. I'm gonna try to make my intro snap, my extra snappy Mix ninety one out now. Let's check out coming out tomorrow. Follow my Instagram. It's in the podcast description. Check out the link for Shop Back. Download that fucking app, dude. Just do it, okay? And that's it. I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 